Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Uh, how about that D, baby? Bring the dad bot out. It was a bad angle, so but uh, bad <laughs> angle to watch this. I might bring it back out. Uh, no, I'm for sure gonna have a few course lattes. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a good time with my teammates. I know the parade route now, um, but I enjoy it every time, man. There's nothing better than that that Super Bowl parade, and Kansas City always shows up and shows out. Patrick, I know that parade <laughs> route now. <laughs> yes, Grand Patrick. It's not that hard. <laughs> I like the fact that he's going to have some Coors Lattes, too, today, yeah, right? Yeah, he's always thinking of his sponsors, so he's a, he's a wise, wise yeah. man. Talked to somebody yesterday. I thought I'd put on my Oakleys, and I'd uh, <laughs> show my, my dad water, and then, <laughs> yeah, make sure I'm plenty hydrated with my brand of water, yeah. and then I will have some Coors Lattes. Make sure yes. he's insured, too. That's right. you got to get your, yeah. your, your discount double-checked and progressive, I'm on right? top of a bus, so i got to make sure my policies are up to date. Remember yeah. last year, Matt Nagy saved him from falling off the bus, right? Yes. You know, yeah. he, he got to that point where a couple of Coors Lattes may have been a, a couple of too many. So uh, speaking of Matt Nagy, he will join us at 630 this morning before he gets on the bus. And the first question we're asking him is, is, is there going to be a dad dance again this year? <laughs> because last year at the parade, if anybody danced like a mid 40s dad, it was Matt Nagy, the Chiefs offensive coordinator. So he will join us coming up at 630 uh, this morning here. But here we sit, Josh, again, another another championship, another parade. And it's like Patrick says, yeah, I know the parade route now. And it feels like it's becoming, you know, just to get commonplace in these parts to uh, to do this. And, and we were having a conversation on on Sunday night, and my wife says, you guys got to pose for the picture like we always do for a Chiefs Super Bowl. And that's what I went, hold on a second here, that we always do for the Chiefs Super Bowl. It's becoming something that I don't want to say we're getting used to, but it's becoming something that I think we expect now here in Kansas City. As long as Mahomes and Andy Reid are together and they're running the show, we're going to have an opportunity to have a parade on a Wednesday in February. And today should be a beautiful day. Supposed to be in the upper 60s. I think the uh, uh, the parade starts at 11, a little bit earlier this year because of Valentine's Day. People want to go uh, devour those steaks at High V you were talking about on the radio mm-hmm. the other day and, and get those bacon-wrapped fillets and get their Valentine's Day going. So it's going to start a little early and today. They, and they like to get, get out before the sun goes down. Yeah, that too. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> you might get stuck down there again. Yeah, exactly. So uh, my wife took the kids the down last night. there's like and, 37 routes out. 
Yeah, that's exactly right. Or something. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what they said at the stadium thing right, yesterday. Right. Yeah, so. I think it's 22 actually routes downtown and out. And, and we'll get into that Royals plan because that yesterday took off to nobody heard anything that was said yesterday except parking. And <laughs> that was about <laughs> it. I mean, so, it's the only story of the thing yesterday, we right? We have parades and we have parking questions. Right. That's what we do here. But how come nobody questions parking when it comes to the parade, right? There's going to be hundreds of thousands of people downtown today <laughs> and, and not one person has said, where are we going to park? And everybody's got a spot. And everybody's got a spot. Well, everybody's gonna, taking yeah, care yeah, of. That's right? what you're going to do for a stadium. But anyway, <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> they do tie into one another. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. So, hey, parade, hundred and you know, two hundred, three hundred, four hundred thousand people in downtown Kansas City. Not one. Where are we gonna park? Mm, 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 mm. Twenty thousand for a baseball game. No, oh, we can't park. Oh my God, we can't park. Parade you, coverage you'll, you'll fine. today on Six Ten Sports Radio is brought to you by Gates Barbecue, uh, Trailside RV Center of Green Valley, Whisper IP, and Hi V. Cody and Gold will be broadcasting live along the route coming up. 10 to 2 today here on 610 Sports Radio. And we'll have all that coverage for you. We'll bring you the speeches and, and all the necessities of the parade right here on 610 Sports Radio. So if you're out and about today, use your Odyssey app, use the radio. You can find it right here on your official partner of Chiefs football, 610 Sports Radio. And my wife took the kids down last night. They spent the night uh, at the Westin. Um, and my wife said all night long, just music playing, music playing, music playing. Uh, you know, so people are already down there. Got pictures from uh, my guy Jim over at the J. He's uh, he's at like too light right now. He goes, people are already set up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our, our friend uh, JT, the board is down there already. They're set up down there. People understand you get down there early. You start drinking early, right? I, or you just camp your, your chair so yeah. you can get a good look. That's exactly right. Yeah. I, I hope yeah. nobody falls out of a tree this year. My mother texted me that. She goes, I hope nobody falls out of a tree. I'm like, I kind of do. That's fun. Uh, well, down there, it's a small tree. Yeah, small tree. Yeah, it's yeah. not that far to fall. Right, it wasn't that far. And if you have a couple of course yeah. lattes, it does soften the, the fall. The hell's a matter. Yeah. It does soften the fall. <laughs> you want to get the best view or not, you know what I mean? That's like, right. So, Whether yeah. you break a leg or injure an eye, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Get in that tree. Yep, yep. I was just checking. Yep. Son and friends are on the move. They're, oh, they're going down they've there already. They've never been up this huh? early. Wow. No, yeah, they're oh, my up God. Early, they're yeah. up early, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were. They wow. Were, they, they said they were going to go at six. I'm like, yeah, right. Yeah, sure you are. So what Who's, time do your kids get up when there's no school? Because I oh, got one that sleeps till 11, 11 or noon. Probably, yeah. yeah. There's 11, been times I've come home and like both. They're are, still sleeping. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Of what course. are you doing? Get your ass out of bed. So, yeah. yeah no, oh, they, parade. Like, we're going to go at six. I'm like, sure you are. Go, it's probably a good idea, but sure mm. you are. Did and your son ask you where he was going to park? Uh, <laughs> I said, I did ask. I said, do you do you need to know where to park? He's like, no, so-and-so's got it. I'm like, all right, all right fine. We'll figure it out. Good. So is your daughter going or is just your son going? I don't know. There? I don't know. <laughs> daughter was upset we didn't spend the night. So yeah. yeah. yeah my, I was like, well, you know, you don't do that every year. Yeah. So. yeah. so you do it from the uh, text yeah. line because the parade is temporary, not a permanent situation like the ballpark will be. Yeah. And the ballpark will not draw the amount of fans all year that the parade draws today. Just, just to let you know. Right, there's gonna be like a million people. Yeah, I guess the ballpark will draw that, but over 81 days, yeah, <laughs> better. I, I, it better. Yeah, you're it right better. about that. Better, better. it better, better uh, make it runs better. at double that. But yeah, yeah, maybe. and and I'll just say, if it doesn't work for you, then it doesn't work for you. Not everything works for everybody, and if it becomes too much of a quote unquote hassle, and you don't like the options that are down there, feel free not to go. Yeah, I don't I mean, care. That's, that's that's the thing. Those I mean, are decisions you got to make. If you choose not to go to the to the Big 12 tournament because of the same thing. Right. I mean, you've chosen not to go to the Big 12 tournament. It looks like people go and have fun. Go have like, a great time down there. There's 18,000 down there at T-Mobile Center for that every looks, single well, night. And then tons of people that just go just, there. Just go, without, yeah. You know, didn't hang out. So Nobody complains about
about parking for that. So I looked just, like there was a good crowd at, at uh, Power and Life for the game. Yeah, <laughs> did, did anybody complain about parking I, for that? Yeah, I, don't I don't think so. So the, the the parking complaints fall on deaf ears with me. I, I just I don't care. You'll I really to, don't. You'll figure it out. Yeah, you'll set to figure it out. Find a new find a new strategy. That's mm-hmm. all. That's all. And again, if it doesn't work it for was, you, that's fine too. It doesn't I mean, work for you. I get it. It was a little stunning. Earl Santee is uh, from Populous. Right? Yeah, right. Uh, the uh, not just from there. He found, like, yeah, he's, he's the godfather of these well, stadiums, I, mean, I, I wanted to call him Populous, but yeah. he's not Earl Populous. Populous. <laughs> Earl Santee talked about uh, the, the stadium project and, uh, yeah, parking. And yeah. there is more parking in downtown. There's 40,000 spaces in downtown versus the 26,000 we have at, at a Truman Sports Complex. There, there it go. is. That's all you need to know from and yesterday's press he's conference. Like, we are not building more parking. And, no and I new believe, parking. And I was like, and I was like, oh no, that's not. <laughs> that was my first reaction to. Oh no, oh no, you're not going to build more parking. No, we got yeah. nine. We need nine thousand spaces. Right. Yeah. That's the that was the other kind of shocker. So there's twenty six thousand spaces, right? At, no, no, at Kaufman. At Kaufman. Yeah, and there's forty downtown. And he's like, we need nine thousand. That's about it. Yeah. They don't need 26. They don't need all that spot out right? there. No. Oh, Arrowhead's a different story. Right. Right. It's pack, 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 pack. Right. They're like, no, uh, baseball game, about 9,000 cars. That's unbelievable, right? <laughs> so you figure two or three people to a car. That's your 18,000 people yeah. right there. And, and, and you go to and you go to a football game and you're like, are there yeah. enough spaces or people parking grass? Well, and, and they use all 26,000. Yes, they do. You know? And there's so. going to be less parking out there now once they take Kaufman down and put up that new entertainment district. There's not going to be more parking for Chiefs games. There's going to be a lot less parking would, for Chiefs I games. I would imagine once the things, you know, you know built whatever, and the way they design it and the way whatever, they do it. Whatever they're doing there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we still really don't know. But, the, you know, I, I guess they're building like like Shea Ray, the entertainment district in Raytown out there uh, at, at, at Arrowhead. And that footprint is most likely going to be bigger than Kaufman. And they're going to take more parking. And, and and then you think about all the construction that's going to be happening for years out there and how much parking is going to be inconvenienced at a Chiefs game because of that. That's the, I mean, the, the, the problem with that is Chiefs games are, are a disaster and they, and they have all of those parking spots, but it takes hours to get in and hours to get out unless you time it perfectly. So people complain about the parking. And what did Earl Santee say? 22 different ways in and out of I downtown thought it was more or than something that. like you, it could have been. I, I, I don't know why 22 is on my brain today, but it is. Yeah. I was thinking it was I, I I was driving when I was listening to it so right. I, the first time and so I I was just like wow I he's like this there's this many ways into the downtown right. ballpark versus six into into uh <laughs> right six into the sports complex I'm like oh okay I guess when you think about it yeah I mean basically you have to go you know seventy and in or go the uh, the backside the backside in, in yeah and then everybody has their secret route allegedly allegedly and then and that's is that one of the six that's one of the six uh, yeah your yeah. route your, your route your and then the five others in route and then the five <laughs> ones that everybody knows about or something yeah uh, so so yeah the access to it will be much much different the options are going to be much much different yep you can actually take a streetcar there if you want well yeah that's the other thing park on the plaza where it's free the streetcar is going to run down there hop on the free streetcar you don't even have to pay for parking if you do it the right way yeah so I think there's going to be more options to be able to to do that and then um Everything basically, they're they're looking at everything being like a ten minute perimeter walk. Yeah, wherever I mean, you want to, wherever you want to, wherever you want to go, mm-hmm. it's gonna. The, how long does it take? Ten minutes. Ten minutes. How long does it take you to walk into Kaufman if you park out by Arrowhead at times? It takes about ten minutes to walk yeah. in. It's a ten minute walk. It's yeah. good for you. Walking's good. It's healthy. Although I didn't like that. They were they are the Royals are forcing some walking on everybody. Yeah, they're trying to make us lose some weight I, yeah. in this town. Yeah, right? I don't want yeah. to say, hey, fatty, get out there and walk. Yeah. So <laughs> everything will be ten minutes. I'm like, wait a minute here. How am I supposed to carry the helmet nacho if you're going to make me carry a ten? 
10 yeah. minutes in. So there was a lot of, oh, it's just it's just walking. We're trying to encourage walking, and everything's 10 minutes. I'm like, hey, slow down here. Yeah. I really want to know what you're putting in the helmet in the, in the stadium here. <laughs> I don't need to. I, don't mean, don't, you're I need me, to walk this sour make, cream off. Make, making me walk. Son of a gun. Okay, I'll never walk. But it looks awesome. The renderings look fantastic. It looks it's, great. I'm so excited it's, about it's, it, right? It's plugged into right there. It looks beautiful. That bridge to connect the park, the whole thing is Selfish, just gorgeous. Selfishly, I I, I uh, opened up the maps, and I'm looking at the streets and making sure all my favorite breweries down the crossroads were staying. It looks right. like most of them are... are uh, are, are going to be okay. You had mentioned to me last night about Messenger Coffee, our friends at Messenger Coffee, who are the best in town. I mean, their coffee, their breads, their uh, everything. That, Plus, that their building is really cool. Do you know That's what, what I was... Do you, you said, are they going to be eminent domain? Josh, they're across the street from the home plate gate. Like, Messenger Coffee is going yeah. to just cash in like, on this. I okay, love Isaac cool. and the guys well, down there. And it's a, it's an awesome building. You know yeah. I mean? It's like a, like a cool structure. I'm like, I mean, there's going to be some, some things displaced, and I know that... Um, Folks who represent that area and certainly the crossroads just are, are, are going to, you know, try to do the best they can to, to mm-hmm. move uh, places within that district. Because I, I do respect the fact that a lot of people built in that area on on hope. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And they built yeah. they built up that area. It's a really cool area. Mm-hmm. And I don't want them washed out. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For a ballpark. Right. Like, that's a big space. You got to you got to allocate for a ballpark. So. Is is you know as much as they can protect those areas, but I do think it's for the greater good. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it looks cool. It looks awesome, doesn't it? And, yeah. You know to be able to go down there and and hit various places within the same, you know, circumference or whatever mm-hmm. is is pretty cool. Yeah. So, so you're all those breweries down there that you love so much, Josh. You're going to be like, why are all these people here now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. This is my secret I used spot. To like, right? I used to like when it was. Nice and cozy Does anybody and know if the totally nudes place is going to be eminent domain? Or will that be part of the ballpark? Like, you know? I feel like a few the, right there might be in some in some trouble. Yeah, that totally nudes place. I don't know if it's going to last. Get your asking price. Yeah, that's all. That's that's exa- and I don't you. know how eminent domain works. Do you tell them what you want and, and otherwise you won't sell? Because you saw, and I don't know if you, you've seen it, but you've been out to L.A. There's like one person who refused to sell their house and now they're surrounded by the the SoFi Stadium and the new arena for the Clippers, and it's like their house is like in the middle of it because they refuse to, I kinda, to sell. I kind of like that. I do appreciate those people. Like you're fighting the fight, man. I love it. I love it. Get your get your dollar. Get your dough, get your man. Dollar. Get your dough. All right, we have a few requests for the uh, the parade. We'll get to those next. Just know that the Kansas City Chiefs are never underdogs. Just know that. Fesco in the morning. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. The voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, joins Bob and Josh every Friday at 7.30. Right here on your official broadcast partner, the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, 
they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Pick the music today on a way back Wednesday. That's how it works, even on a parade day. 913-586-7610. Please include your name so that you may get the credit. IKD, did anybody request this one, or has this come straight from the uh, the brain of Isaac K. Deer this morning here on 610 Sports Radio? It's still a little early for the people. They're probably still at the parade, but this comes straight from the brain of Isaac Deer. I uh, like straight it. Straight out of Wait, Korea wait, wait, wait. Now. Who's Mission? Isaac Deer? I thought you were Isaac oh, K. K. Deer. Isaac K. Deer. Yeah. 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 But you know what I mean. I out love of, the uh, fact that you go by your middle initial. I think it's outstanding. <laughs> I yeah, am I Robert J. Fesco. You should you should do that. I do like it. Now if yeah, you go if you go I what's what's your real name? Kelso. I Kelso dear be like okay yeah, what's, yeah, what's, you're, you're yes, pretentious Esquire if you're doing that. Yeah. Like, what, just just a show off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First initial middle name yeah. last name is a complete I've got more money than you and yeah. I'm not afraid <laughs> yeah. to let you know. I am not that Johnson County. Like yet. IP um, freely. Yeah. That's right. He's in radio so we yeah, all know that. We don't need any money. We don't need any pretense. So complete uh, parade coverage here on 610 Sports Radio. Cody and Gold uh, along the route coming up at uh, 10 o'clock today. We will talk to uh, Matt Nagy, uh, very famous parader of the That's season right. ago. Yes. The uh, Chiefs offensive coordinator will join us coming up <laughs> at uh, at 630. We hey, Matt, a- you going to do that dad dance this morning? We just have a few requests for the parade today. Okay. They're, they're very simple, Very right? simple, yes. Also, keep it simple. Yes. Okay? Once you get to Union Station. Talk. Get them on. Get them off. off. That's it. That's it. Right. And keep the list very short. That's right. We're probably too late on this. Yeah, this is probably like asking for feedback at a, at a wrong point in time. Nobody wants to hear from the mayor. Nope. Nobody wants to hear from a council person. Nope. No one wants to hear from a governor. Nope. No one wants to really hear from anybody higher. Clark and... And, and uh, Veach. And those guys don't need to do anything. Just play the hits. Yeah. Get Andy. Get uh, Get Patrick. Get Kelsey, get Jones, and get out. And get out, And yeah. Mitch, Mitch can just direct the traffic yep. and get them out. Get them out. It. That's all you need. That's yeah, it. we don't need politicians up there posturing and telling us how great we are. We know how great we are. I don't need to hear from one politician at this thing. No. I really don't. You, you, nobody cares. Nobody, nobody cares, cares what you have to say. No. No. <laughs> just move on, man. No. Like, stop using this as your own ego stroke and let the players talk because that's why we're there. And then a short delay. Once the, once the buses arrive and you get everybody lined up. Yeah. Go. Go. Go right go. away. Yeah. And then you can stay and party all Have night. your lattes and whatever. Because mm-hmm. uh, you've had plenty on the bus and probably pl- plenty before, too. Right? You've had plenty on the bus. <laughs> yeah. Um, so get them, get them there. Put on the show. Get out. Right. That's the only complaint I've had about the parade. Right. I'm with you. They take too long to get the, the people up on stage. Once, once, once they're there. And then they give us people we don't care about. Everybody's ready. 
Cue the band. Right. Exactly. Let's get this yeah. thing going. Yeah. Let's get this thing moving. Because quite honestly, the, not one politician did a damn thing for this team. Okay. <laughs> just watch like the rest of us. Yeah. I'm just like, just just go ahead and get this thing. All right. Yeah. Let's go. Get All this right. thing moving, man. Uh, we found our, our tough guy of the of the Super Bowl did as well. Did you know about this? This is crazy. I didn't know how hurt he was. I saw when he got hurt. Yeah. Um, but but Nick Allegretti gutted it out in the, the Super Bowl. Yeah. This is a tough guy. Sign him to a contract right now. And the picture they used too is pretty fantastic on this Tom Pelissero tweet. It looks like he's he's about to, you know, getting an F sixteen on Top Gun. He's got his his aviator glasses on. It looks yeah. great. He's wearing his Foster Grants so, kids. Tom Pelissero tweets yesterday of NFL Network. Um, Chiefs guard Nick Allegretti, who started the Super Bowl in place of Joe Tooney, played all seventy nine snaps despite suffering a torn UCL in his elbow in the second quarter. Per source, mm-hmm. an MRI today revealed a full tear. Few are tougher than Allegretti, now a three-time champ. Um, as the game was going, I did report he was hurt during the game, and he got helped out actually by the two-minute warning because it was right before the two-minute warning. Guy was going around him, kind of bent the arm back, Ew. and he had something. He, he, you could tell he was he was like, ooh, ooh, something's wrong with the arm. And the two-minute warning happens, and he stayed out there, and they just came and they put a giant brace on it. He stayed in. <laughs> so he missed what, no plays. He missed yeah. no plays thanks to the two-minute warning. And uh, that's what offensive linemen do. They are tough F- SOBs, yeah, man. They really are. They're tougher than, I mean, anybody on the field. That That's insane. I mean, like, Ronnie Lott had his finger cut off and went back into a game. That's just one finger. You got nine more of yeah. those. You're and then, an offensive line with your elbows. Those are kind of key, yeah. you know? And <laughs> and the braces big guys use, they're basically the ones I had on my knee when I had knee surgery. They're these giant, I mean, it's these giant braces. Did they rip it off of somebody's they, knee and yeah, put it on his arm? Put it on his elbow, just strap that thing on. Let's go. And he stayed in and, and kept playing. Patrick Mahomes was like, yeah, we told him we needed him. Uh, mm-hmm. he stayed in. Stayed in. Like, Didn't miss a choice. play. Unbelievable. Didn't miss a play. Now, probably would have missed a play had there not been the two-minute warning, but didn't miss one play. Stayed in there. They got him braced up, and he's just, let's so, go. So he would have missed one play probably then, right, if you, if you slap that brace on. Yeah. Even still, if he missed just one play and had a, a UCL Crazy. tear or whatever Crazy. it is, who would have been in had he not been able to go, though? Like, who's who's there on the roster that you could have put in at that point in time, right? Probably, well, I mean, probably. Uh, you K- think Tooney would have put a. Uh, Caliendo? Yeah, Frank? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Comedian? Yeah. yeah. I'm good with they that. Had a couple other backup offensive linemen they might have pressed into service, but no, Allegretti's your main go to guy, right? Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, oh, my God, the backup got hurt. Yeah, you got two tackles, uh, Morris and Yang. Maybe one of those plays guard. I Maybe. Don't know. But uh but no, he just stayed in. He just stayed in. And then uh Chris, you sure you don't want to come back? No, he's not sure at we all. We saw that we saw the video of, of Andy Reid uh jumping on, on Chris Jones mm-hmm. after the game, right? Yep. Reed was asked about the uh the uh, the celebration yesterday. Well, I was so happy for him. I've kind of been riding him a little bit. We yeah. we needed him in there and he was spent and um he was tired, but he sucked it up. And he got out there and he pushed himself probably further than he thought he could push himself. You know, I mean, he took himself to that, that state, you know, that wrestling state where you, you got to, you got, uh, you know, to really reach down in there and kind of get through that evil thing. That's like kicking your butt in, internally. So he did that. And um, I was so proud of him for that. Hey, Chris, who's going to drive you like Andy Reed? Nobody. Nobody's going to drive you. Who's Nobody push knows you, you to right? your limits. And he was pushed over his limits right? clearly in that game and delivered too. We need you. 
Mm-hmm. You got to give us everything. Let's go. Right. Who's gonna Who's gonna drive you like Andy Reid to this kind of success? Right. Nobody. Well, nobody. Nobody's gonna drive right? anybody to this kind right? of success. Chris, you listening? Chris, come on, Chris. It's your dog. Today, I know your dog's Brett Veach. Been Brett Veach. Yeah. Your dog's also Andy Reid. Today, Brett Veach will have a contract for you. Yeah. It's best signing. It. Just, 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 just sign it. Get it done with. Just Don't drag this thing get into it the done, offseason. And then you, you can have the trophy in one hand and the contract in the other, and just raise them up in the air, and we could all celebrate. How together. about if Chris Jones <laughs> just pulls a Roy Williams today and just gets up there with the trophy and goes, "I'm staying. I'm staying. <laughs> We're getting this thing done." I mean, Travis Whoa. Kelsey can do all he wants, and nobody will talk about anything else. But Chris Jones yeah. up there saying. I'm staying. I'm staying. Let's do this thing. Do <laughs> Are those thing. the Coors Lattes talking, sir? Doesn't matter. Get it Get it done. Today's the day. Get done. No one's going to push you like that, Chris. No one's going to no drive one. you. Bring the most out of you. Spags and Andy. Come on. Right. You don't want it. You don't want to be anywhere else. Right. Get this thing. Get this thing worked out. All right, we're going to chat with the Chiefs offensive coordinator, Matt Nagy. He's going to join us before hopping on the bus. He'll join us next. This is what makes me. This is what I am. Feel me? You pick the music on a way back Wednesday, 913-586-7610, the J Southland Toe Service text line. Include your name so you may get the credit. This comes from a Nags in the downtown. That's right, know, yeah. I don't know where. <laughs> Matt on a bus has requested this song. <laughs> Matt Nagy, offensive coordinator for the Chiefs with us here this morning on 610 Sports Radio. You on the bus yet, Matt, or what? What's going on? <laughs> Not yet, guys. It's awesome being on here. Um, you know, we got a crazy day ahead of us, but uh, it, it's certainly great to go back there and do it again with, with uh, special people. It's going to be a fun day to be able to do it with Chiefs Kingdom. No doubt. Are you going to dad dance again this year like you did last year bring the house down? <laughs> uh, absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> that, that was uh, for me. I'll tell you what, I was trying to – I told my wife I was trying to act like I had all the, the good moves, but uh, it, it didn't – it backfired a little bit. I uh, got made fun of by uh, a lot of the dads here at my kids' schools and, and all my buddies, so uh, – that was that was it for that. I'll be uh, a lot more chill this time. Yeah, I was wondering who shut it down, your kids or others. Yeah. Uh, Dad, please don't embarrass us anymore at the yeah. parade type of thing, right? Uh, let's start with Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, you guys won a pretty big football game. Um, but there was a, there was the deal with Travis and Andy Reid, and I was reading a quote this morning that, like, you, guy, you gathered everybody after that and gave them a big old pep talk. Like, wh- what went on down there with, with all of that and you giving everybody a pep talk to get them back into the game? Yeah, you know what? The, the biggest thing is what you could feel at that time. I mean, it's, it's such a big game, and we've been through so much throughout the year and in particular on our side of the ball and offense you know the highs and lows throughout the year and I think one of our greatest strengths um, of the whole season that got us to that point in that moment has been sticking together and um, you know staying composed throughout and, and sometimes it's not just composed within the game but composed in meetings composed in practice composed the night before the game and in that moment you could just get a sense that um, we weren't being us necessarily. And I felt like it's my job as the leader of those guys on the sideline. Um, it, it's okay for those guys to be emotional um, and, and to feel that. So it was just my job and my role to make sure I pull us all back together. And that was kind of our talk as well at halftime was let's just, let's just be us. Let's stay composed. If we do that, we'll get right back on track. We'll work off of our defense. who has been doing it all year long. 
let's let's win, uh, you know, complimentary football and and just settle the guys down. And I, I feel like we all needed that. Those are just kind of that you got to pick your moment times, right? You don't do that very often, but that was that was the time you needed it. You're exactly right. Yeah, there there was one game this year where it was a little bit different of a of a conversation on the sideline mid game. It was more of a little bit of a yelling and screaming to kind of to get the guys going a little bit. This one was the exact opposite. It was more of them. I wanted them to feel the the composure and the calmness in, in us as coaches and, and let that kind of sink into them, regroup. They're out there. They're the ones out there, you know, spending all their energy um, trying to make plays. They care so much. Everything that they did, the, the craziness that was going on at that time was all out of just love and, and energy and fight and will. And that's, that's a beautiful thing. Um, it's our job as coaches to make sure it's controlled. And um, we've talked all year long about making sure that we're not reckless, but we're ruthless. And I feel like we were getting to a point where we had to really make sure that uh, we stay composed. Talk with Matt Nagy, Chiefs Offensive Coordinator here on 610 Sports Radio. And and I, I guess like like from from our vantage point, it just seemed like harder this year. I don't I don't know if that's the right term to use, but it wasn't like, oh, just lofted up and you know, eighty yards later we got a touchdown and we're putting up thirty five a game. It seemed a lot more difficult this year on offense with all the new pieces and the wide receivers and and you know, whatever going on there. Was it more difficult this year for you guys? Yeah, I would say for sure it was definitely more challenging. And I think um, that that's a part of this this sport, this game. Um, defensive coordinators uh, move on and find different ways to try to stop you. Uh, the, the recipe is to try to stop the Chiefs offense over all these years with the great players and, and points that they've been scoring and, and with, with Patrick at the helm. Um, and so it, it was really unique in the fact that us just trying to figure out what our identity was was going to be all year long. And there were some struggles there. And you go back and – there's some times, you know, where we're not getting third downs or we're struggling in the red zone. We're turning the ball over. We're having penalties, you know, in the big red zone, you know, that 30, 35-yard line. And we kept saying all year long, we're so close. We're so close. We're so close. problem was is that, you know, after we went 7-2 and two, heading into the bye week, uh, we hit that little patch there of adversity. And, you know, we talk all year long um, about sticking together. And it's one thing to say it. You have to do it. And, um, we had to keep the perspective that we are still a good football team. We understood completely what our city and our fans and, and what everybody wanted, which is, you know, the the one or two losses by that time um, towards the end of the year, scoring 40 points a game. We got that, but we just had to make sure that we stayed together and figured out, okay, it just might be a little different this year. And for Patrick, that meant, as, as crazy as it sounds, um, throwing the ball away at times, not taking a sack maybe punting the ball, which is, again, as crazy as it sounds, giving the ball and playing field position with our defense. And that recipe started working. And then once we got into the playoffs, we once we got into the playoffs, it, it was on. And you could just see and sense from the players, like, okay, we've been through all this. Let's use this to callous us all year long. Let's use this to benefit us. And that's exactly what they did. For that last two quarters of the most important game of the year, our guys pulled together and took it into the fifth quarter and, and won the game on that last drive, which was great. Talk with Matt Nagy, Chiefs offensive coordinator. How about that Raider Christmas Day game? I look at that as the big turning point. Like, that, that, that was a bad game, man. Like, I went and cooked shrimp at halftime of that thing. So, like, like, what were you guys thinking after that game, and how did that change the course of the season for you? No doubt about it. I, I'll say this to you, uh, Bob. It was um, – I remember driving home after the game, and – and and Coach Reed and I were were, were talking. It, it was a it was probably maybe two hours after the game, maybe a little bit longer. And 
it's like, okay, um, you know, enough's enough. You know, we, we, this is that, that there was not us. Um, they came in there and they whooped us and we're, we, you know, we need to, we need to make sure that, um, we learn from this and we got to do it the right way though. We can't, you can't panic, but we've been saying all year long on offense, we're close, we're close, we're close. And now this happened and it's like, okay, this is it. So what are we going to do? So I think, uh, you know, we got together as a staff and we, we discussed how can we be better? What are some things that we can do to help the players out? And that that's paramount in making sure that the players feel it the next day when they come in, because, uh, you know, that whole definition of insanity of doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Well, we weren't getting different results. And so, um, you know, Coach Reed does such a wonderful job of, of being able to, um, you know, rally the troops, stay the course, but at the same time, let them know, okay, we're going to do our part and we do our part. Y'all do your part. And we go out and let's, let's take it one game at a time, one play at a time, and let's see what happens. And um, really, you know, once we got to that, uh, we worked through some games, and then once we got to that Cincinnati game, I feel like that's where things really started turning. And then we just kind of took that, got a little bit of rest in a key, key week there for some players against the Chargers where we went on the road and got some rest for some of the vets. I think that was, that was huge and took that into the playoffs. Yeah, the week after that, that Vegas game was Cincinnati, and I was in that locker room after that game, and I thought, wow, they considered this one a big. And the yeah. relief, and there was like an exhale, and you felt like, okay, that was completely flush. I, I guess you couldn't probably have had a better response from the guys than you had in that, that follow-up game. Without a doubt, and it's a credit to those players for, for pulling together and rallying. You know, um, just being completely honest, when you get to that point, after the Raiders game, um, it's probably the biggest point um, of, for sure, our, our time, my time with the Chiefs. And you get to these moments where you say, okay, you want to talk about a must win. Like that was a game where you go into it where you say, this is, a mu- this is, this is huge. This is a must win. We have to win this game. I don't care how we do it. We got to win this game to just get that, that feeling that we have off of us. And I feel like there were some times where it's very natural and easy as a coach to try to like be perfect for the guys and, and for the players, they want to be perfect. You know, our guys were getting, um, you know, we were having issues, whether it's penalties or whether it's the drops, the guys aren't trying to drop the football, but it was happening. And so sometimes naturally what can happen is you try even more when that ball's hanging in the air for a few seconds, you really want to catch it so bad that you end up dropping it again, or you're worried about penalties and you don't want to have a penalty, but here it goes again. And one penalty happens and now it's two, or, you know, we want to try to put in the perfect play for the guys to be, to be great. And, you know, maybe we're doing too much on our end. So let's pull back a little bit. Let's just be us. Let's let the guys play fast. And, and, and if we do that um, with 15 back there playing quarterback, we know we have an advantage every week that we go into it. And um, slowly but surely we did that. And in the end, when, you, when you're standing on that field and that confetti's falling down on you and you know that Chiefs Kingdom stuck together with us, our coaches stuck together, our players stuck together, it ends up being one of the more special you know, wins and Super Bowls that, that we've ever been a part of. Matt, is Patrick Mahomes the greatest NFL player of all time? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I can speak for for just. I'm gonna obviously be biased because uh, I've you know I've been with this kid a long time and I've seen his growth and I've seen his competitiveness. That's me, and um, I'm uh, I'd be crazy to to not feel that way, to not think that way. I am so impressed with the player. I'm so impl- impressed with the person. Um, what we're going through right now, you know, Coach Reed. 
uh, he'll every now and then he'll when we're watching tape after uh, practice. It could be just a Wednesday, you know, five o'clock. We're watching tape after practice, and Pat does one of his, um, you know, you know, twenty throws that he does in a, in a practice where we just take it for granted. Every now and then, coach will stop the tape. He'll pause it. He'll say, you know, guys, let's make sure we don't take this for, this this throw right here. He just made. Let's make sure we don't take it for granted. I mean, it happened in the Super Bowl week out in Vegas. It was like a a Wednesday practice and. We had a little pressure up the middle, and Pat scoots out to the right and makes his throw and just kind of wings a sidearm. And it's very natural and easy for, for Coach to go through the remote and just go to the next play because we see it all the time. But he paused it. He started going in reverse. He, there was a little silence in the room, and he went back and he said, guys, don't ever take this for granted. And when you, when you, when you see that, it reminds you of, of who we have back there, quarterback. And, I mean, we are in such an uh, amazing moment of time right now in Kansas City with what we're seeing and, and and there's just so much more ahead of us which is great you worked with him obviously very early and then left and then came back what are the differences you saw maybe from Mahomes the rookie the time you're away to now the time back yeah the the, the leadership um you know I had him when he was a rookie so he's learning how to how to do things um uh, you know Alex was on the sideline at the Super Bowl and and um uh, myself and Veach were down there talking to Al and we were just telling some stories and and just talking through how uh, great it was for that year for, for Patrick to learn and just how that went. But when I came back, I remember my first practice, I came back in the OTAs, and I remember seeing the tempo in and out of the huddle and his command, and everything was full speed. And it was, it was walkthrough, but it was fast. And then we get to the practice, and I noticed, like, he's just, like, he's, he's, he's giving that little signal with his hand that he does during the game. You probably see it in oh, the yeah. game. He's like, with his finger he kind of rolls his hand he's like come on get to play and whatever he does that all the time it's 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 a creature of habit he does it in practice and the tempo is so fast in and out of the huddle sometimes we've got to slow him down with the play calls in the huddle because he just knows it so well he's got to just speak to the guys that are in that huddle the tempo the leadership his commitment to taking notes understanding how to watch film and no one gets uh, angrier than him when you get him with a blitz in, in a walkthrough, you know, like that he takes pride in making sure that no one gets him. And so like when you have that, you put that all together. I was like, man, what a great job of, of growth from him, um, from the coaching staff that was here with them, you working with him. And now it's my job when I got here to make sure we keep that running and then also be there for him just to be there mentally too, just going through what he's gone through because it's really hard to keep this going like he has. And I think that's probably one of the greatest things about him. You know, Matt Nagy, as we talked to the chiefs offensive coordinator, Matt Nagy here on 610 sports radio, you, you look at, you know, the offense from this past year, people are like, Oh, it was down. It was down. You were like really one game away from having a thousand yard receiver, a thousand yard tight end and a thousand yard running back. And if you don't sit anybody in that last game, you probably hit all those numbers. I mean, as the offensive coordinator, you have to look at that and go, Hey, we had three dudes, you know, bit pretty much get a thousand yards. And that's very rare in the NFL. No doubt. And, and um, for us to be able to, you know, make sure, like I said, just trying to navigate through, um, it was a similar year to last year as far as personnel, but it was slightly different. And Rasheed coming in, um, us trying to figure out, okay, what are the best things that he does? And it takes a little bit of time. And, and it, with, within that, there's some timing element and trust that comes with Patrick trying to figure out, okay, um, what routes do these guys do best? What routes are teams trying to take away? Um, we know, obviously, he, him and Kelsey are, are really unstoppable, but teams are going to try to do things to take Kelsey away and make us find that other guy. And I think once we started really figuring out 
what's best with Rasheed and Rasheed kind of helping us out and, and explaining what, what he really likes and what he does. We put it together. The trust element came in. And then the other guys, um, whether it's Pacheco in the run game, the offensive line, which are just, I mean, what those guys have done this year, um, creating some holes, getting that run game going, the tight end room. Um, it, it was just really everybody together. Um, Coach Reed, our word of the, of the year this year was united. And we kept falling back on that. And, and offensively, like, let's just let's be united. Let's stick together. And to have those guys statistically work through that. And it wasn't the greatest year for pass statistically, but um, we won a Super Bowl. And he learned how to play quarterback differently. And I think what's going to happen is, is now uh, look out because we've always had that touchdown to check down mentality. And in the Super Bowl, we said, hey, listen, they're going to try to take away some shots. I mean, that throw that he made to McColl, um, that, that 53-yard gain, we talk about airtime throws. We talked about it all week. Let's let's let, let's let one rip and just make their defenders make a play and track the ball, and we'll, we'll be better at it. And man, did he ever do it! Our our line gave time. We look back. Kels is wide open on the right side. He didn't care. He let it rip to McColl. McColl found the ball and biggest gain of the of the day. And I think that's trust in his guys. And and you know, it's just special for him to have that. You mentioned Rice a little bit earlier, and, and as a rookie, you, you almost see them like grow right before your eyes. It certainly looked like, especially down the stretch, you saw his confidence build. You saw him, heck, want the ball, like want yeah. to make plays. Um, that feels like the, the perfect, I mean, if you can do it faster, it's always great, but it seemed like, like the perfect pace for him to not throw too much on his plate early, but then by the end, he's like, give me more, give me more, give me more. Absolutely. Um you know what? We were in Germany, and he had that early touchdown on the screen inside the 10 after a penalty. He scored a touchdown. And and then there was a couple – we went through like a quarter, quarter and a half, and, and Rashid didn't get many throws. And I was sitting on the bench over with, uh, with Patrick, and all of a sudden I hear somebody walk by and say, feed me the ball, coach, feed me the ball. And I looked up, and it was him. And I was like, oh, okay, this, how great is this? You know, he came – I mean, he wants it. And so we got together with Coach, and we're talking about it. And that was the first time where I really felt like, you know what, this kid is he, – he, he he's doing it the right way. It's not, like, selfishly, like, get me the ball. He wanted to help his team out. And he did it, like, one other time throughout the game. And he picks and chooses the right time. And, and that's growth. And Patrick wants that from his guys. He wants guys to, to, to want the ball. And um, I think like what, what we have ahead of us with Rashi, I mean, I remember going back to training camp and just getting in and out of the huddle to where he's at now. Um, it's so exciting as a coach to know what we have. And it's our job as coaches to develop these players that, that Veach and coach Reed and the rest of the personnel department, they do such a great job at, at drafting guys. We got to do our part in developing them. And, um, you know, that's what we're trying to do with him. And he's got a lot of room to grow. But that's, I mean, what a high ceiling and, and what, a, what a good combination with him and Pat. Matt, how good is Steve Spagnolo at his job? Oh, unbelievable. And I'm so happy to see, you know, um, all the praise that he's getting in his defense. Uh, I have so much, so much respect for, for Coach Spags. Um, Obviously, it's, it's easy to say as a as a coordinator. Um, people, you know, his players love him so much because of who he is as a as a person, as a teacher. He's been doing this for such a long time, and I just know as a as a offensive, uh, you know, coach all my career, and just going against them when he was, um, you know, when I was in Chicago, 
just the stuff he does can be so confusing, but it's so well thought out. And when players buy in and when you have the, the players to be able to do, like, you know, put the pieces there to, to do it, you know, you can see what he can do with that defense. And, I mean, the stops that our defense got us in that game the other night, sudden change, you know, after the interception, they, they flipped it, they, they save us and they flipped the field and they've been doing it all year long. And again, I'll just say this, I, when you're on a team with a defense that's elite like this or flip it and you're on a team with an offense that's elite and the other side is struggling at times, when you can get through the whole year and not one time either side is pointing fingers, that's a, that's a, that just speaks volumes to who these players are. And, and then it, it starts at the top of Coach Reed and what he believes in Brett Veach and the type of players they bring in. And, um, you know, that's, that's rare. I mean, Coach Spags is the greatest. He's the best, and we're so, so lucky to have him. All right, Matt, the question that's on everybody's mind, I think, is, is pretty obvious. What was the Taylor Swift-Travis Kelsey dynamic like for you this year? You know what? It's funny. I get that. I get asked that a lot. How many times have you met her? How many times have you seen her? And um, and and I have not. I've never met her. I've never uh, seen her. But the dynamic between them, I think they've done such a great job at um, keeping it between them. I mean, the power of who she is and who he is is rare. And Kels has done a, an amazing job in the building of. Uh, making sure that we all understand that that uh, what they have going on is personal, just like everybody else that's in there. We all have our personal sides, and and that's that. And and um, it's a it's a fun it's a beautiful story and a fun story um, outside of our building. And it's great for the league, and it's you know it's it's been really cool. But internally, it's been all business. And I, I really praise Travis Kelsey for the way he's handled things. It cannot be easy, but he's done a great job. And um, without Travis and without Pat as our leaders on offense, um, they, they took us and put us on their back uh, throughout the whole there, that, that six game win streak, the guys, the teams we went through and, and uh, he's done a phenomenal job with that, but pretty cool stuff. Maybe her schedule lighten up. You can get her out to one of your, uh, your son's high school football games with everybody else. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, uh, that would be something else, but I highly doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Matt, we appreciate the time. Congratulations. Now you just got to do a three P, you know, like, like just go do something nobody has ever done in the history of the world. And with Patrick Mahomes as the quarterback, I mean, why would you doubt that it's not going to happen? Right. You know, fellas, we'll have this parade today. We're going to celebrate and have a good time with the city, which they, this is, this is for the city. You know, this is for what you guys have done, the support you guys have, this, what the city has for us. It goes uh, unnoticed. You know, it, it is just we love it. We appreciate you all. And uh, we'll have fun today. But, fellas, once we get through today, it's right back at it. And we're going for that three-peat. And if Patrick starts to, you know, fall off the bus, grab him again like he did last year. Biggest play of the year. Yeah, you know it, fellas. Absolutely. <laughs> I appreciate you all, man. You guys are the best. You got it, Matt. Take care, my man. Okay, see you. Take care. You got it. Matt Nagy, Chiefs offensive coordinator, getting ready to uh, to get on the bus and will not be doing yeah. the dad dance yeah. this year. Yeah. yeah. Well, one of the cool things, I'm not even joking, like, uh, well, there was a rumor that Taylor was going to one of the, the high school games. Oh, there was. This, this past fall. Oh, God. But, like, the players go and support yeah. Oh, yeah. Maggie's son. son. Yeah, they're it's, all it's out awesome. there. Yeah. And so they they all they you know Tra- Travis has been there. Mm-hmm. Patrick's been there multiple times, and right. Coach has been there a few times. It's like really cool to see that right that support. And, they, and, and there's other you know kind of sons that play whatever they, they've done that too. But it's been like a phenomenon every week. They're like, who's coming to the game? Is Taylor who's coming? coming to the game? Well, Taylor's <laughs> not going to be at the parade. We can tell you Correct. that right now. Correct, She's getting ready to land in Australia. Australia's live, live with not at the, at the parade. They're at the they're at the airport in Australia. Right. 
welcoming her yeah, to the town. The Australian news is so, ready for her arrival, at. so she will so, not be at the parade today. So big thank you to uh, Matt Nagy. That was fun. The Chiefs offensive coordinator taking us through the kind of the, the entire season, the game, everything that went into it. Pretty uh, pretty cool stuff. All right. Uh, we're late. We'll, we'll get to it. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, some This news kind of sucks. I wanted this guy, and they're preventing him from coming here. Of course we'll get to they that are. next. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. All right, it is time. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.